0: Thanks for listening to the Reality Breach Local Spotlight. This episode, we chat with Daniel Johnson, CEO of Significant Developments, a Jackson company that uses art to, um, well, I'll just let Daniel explain it. We also cover his other project, Curious Citizens. Enjoy the show and don't forget
1: to subscribe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Reality Breach Local Spotlight, we are here with a very special guest first off Mm -hmm. first off Sergio Lugo's to my left like always and I'm me and we are here with the CEO of significant developments Daniel Johnson the man that you have seen everywhere
2: and wondered why I was there
1: and wondered why he was there. The man with the glasses, the man with the colorful clothing, and the fantastic citizen of Jackson, Mississippi, and of Mississippi. The man that you need to go to if you need to know anything that goes on within the legislation of Jackson and the state, because he, he put me on some game. So, how you been, man?
2: Life is good. Life is good. I'm just getting into the new year, mm-hmm. trying to get the old year out.
1: Yeah, new year, new me.
2: I hate to, hate to have
0: lingering year in there.
2: It's true. It's yeah. true. I, I feel like so much lingers everywhere from 20 years ago. I, <laughs> I finally decided it's, it's time to get the broom out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's the theme of 2019. Get the broom out? Sweep it. Oh, sweep it? Uh, there's a song to that. It's Motown. Uh, um, um, nope. Can't think of it. So, how did you start Significant Developments?
2: Significant developments is... Actually, um, let's roll, let's roll yeah, back. What yeah. is significant developments? It's, oh, okay. My bad. It's a good question. Yeah. It's, I get this question even from people who pay me. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, fundamentally, significant developments is an artwork. It is, it is the performance of a business through actually being a business. Um, I am a an artist who is involved in uh, social circumstance okay it's my medium just and keep going just keep going. i was uh you know particularly interested in you know um agreements transaction and so i you know about 10 years ago was creating fake businesses uh and performing these like fake businesses um and at some point i said you know, if I'm gonna really explore business as an art, I should I should create a real business and operate within the parameters of the of, of what all other business owners do. Okay. Uh, and so I created significant developments and you know the IRS recognizes us as a management consulting firm. Um, but the elevator pitch and my <laughs> elevator pitch voice is significant developments is an artist-centered company who performs problem-solving and strategic planning through creative play. And so the question remains, what well, is yeah, it?
0: Because <laughs> <laughs>
2: like everything you just said
0: is a great pitch, but it doesn't say what it is.
2: Yeah, you know, I, at the end of the day... Um, <sighs> We're, we're like a, a a good lover. We're, we're whatever you need us to be. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, it it looks different for every client. Um, you know, we work with people to think about the, the stories that lie at the center of who they are. Uh, Mm -hmm. no matter whether you're an individual, a nonprofit organization, a business, um, all the objects you surround yourself with, all the print material you generate, all the relationships that you're involved in, they're they are telling a story about mm-hmm. who you are and where you're going. And so we work with individuals, organizations, and businesses to um, really put a, 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 a hard center mm-hmm. on that. Um, and then... Um, Kind of tap into the the visions for the future that um, you know they have, their staff has, their stakeholders have, and help to map the intersections that are the the, the best opportunities to lean into in order to do something together. Okay, okay,
0: so let me wrap my mind around that. So it's it's more than just marketing. It's way more than that. Yes. it's it's like it's like marketing and brand development. And like outreach, and basically how you want to be seen publicly,
2: but it includes operational efficiency. Uh, oh, okay. So it's know, so
0: it's so it's a package deal.
2: Yeah, I mean we 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 do full scale strategic planning. So you know on one end of the spectrum, it is it is a full scale. We're shadowing your employees. We're interviewing you know customers. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we're turning over to you, you know, a, a narrative document that walks through everything from, you know, accounting practices, you know, uh, shifting trust around, you know, whether that occurs in participatory budgeting with staff members who are closer to the point of an expenditure, Mm -hmm. um, to things like branding and, you know, how, how do we get ourselves out there more and make sure that that story matches what's, what's at the top of that strategic plan and the mission and the vision statement. Okay. Okay. That's a lot to take in. All of it works together. And and if you're not making it all work together, um, then every point of contact with the, with your audience or your customer base mm-hmm. um, is is not going to reinforce that core story that you want to tell. Okay. Okay. At the other end of the spectrum, we work with people to do kind of small-scale collaborations, uh, retreats, you know, brainstorming. Uh, so, I mean, we, we can come in in a very focused way. And and do something fun and playful to help you get at a serious practical problem. Okay. But we we like to work very in, in, intensively to kind of wrap our mind around the entire social system that exists, you know, for an organization that's more interesting.
1: But in an artsy way, <laughs> it, it, it's
2: everything is is art. You know, and at the end of the day, that's kind of at the, at the crux of, of what we sell is, is, you know, helping people to recognize that from, from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to sleep, they're engaged in, in performative, communicative behavior mm-hmm. that's being interpreted by the people that they're around. That, that's how communication happens. That's how we develop plans. That, that's how we even, de- you know, understand each other is, is through, you know, cultural expression.
0: Mm-hmm. No, like there's so many things going on in my brain right now.
1: Because we'll, we'll pick one.
0: Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so, so, so let's say you, you've, we, I've hired you and I'm like, I've brand XYZ. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what I want brand XYZ to be. I have a hundred employees, uh, but I don't know how to get them there. And I don't know where I am in the plan to get to, you know, where I want to go, you would come in, analyze everything involved, including, you know, like product, uh, marketing, employees, payroll, budget. And then you basically give me a score and say, this is where you are. If you want to be here when it comes to your identity, this is what you need to do.
2: Um. So, partly... Um, the process of us coming in and interacting mm-hmm. with the, the, the group of actors, okay. um, starts to shift who you are because of the way we're talking, the language we're using, because we're having conversations all throughout the system. We, we start to solve problems around, um, having a common language. Cause a lot of times you know, the, the, the friction in an organization is that people are using the same word, but they don't mean the same thing. True. Very mm-hmm. um, they, true. They have ideas about why something's wrong, but they're, they're not able, like the, the dynamics that are kind of cemented in place are preventing them from sharing that. So we actually start to parlay ideas from one department into another department just through the questions that we're asking, the conversations that we're holding. We're also starting to marry the, the language Um, and even push and shift into a new language, um, so that people are, are, are on the same page without realizing Mm -hmm. we put them on the same page. Okay. Okay. So in a lot of ways, you know, by the time we deliver the, the, that final set of recommendations, um, a a lot of the work has happened. You've already begun to advance on those recommendations and, and now you're ready to take those next steps. Okay. So it's, so it's almost like spy work. There's a bit of subterfuge.
0: <laughs> we're performers.
2: <laughs> I like it. I like it. And we also play games. Well, you know? that we're everyone's mm-hmm.
0: performers. Like everyone going yes. to work and doing a
2: job. Mm-hmm. They're acting. They're, oh, I'm they're really act, good at
0: that. Yeah, they're acting like the person that, per, that job, mm-hmm. that, that business needs them to be. I definitely have a work voice.
2: And, you know, and, and we, we help people to, to reflect and realize that they're performing a role. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you're easily anywhere you are. Your boss could walk in and say, I need you to play the role you've been asked to play. But when an artist comes in and starts to talk to you about, you know, you are performing a role, it 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 triggers a different sensibility mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. what it means to perform a role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and we 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 kind of give them permission and empower them. To really think about, oh, you know, I've I've got that inspirational eagle, you know, on my wall.
0: <laughs>
2: Why do I have that? What's that saying about me? Maybe there's a better quote I could put under that eagle that's like even more toward what I'm trying to get at mm-hmm. by surrounding myself with the, with these statements, these objects, by the, the clothes that the tie I chose to wear today, yeah, um, and just so that there's 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 a, a deeper thoughtfulness that's occurring in your staff. At, at all levels of of a hierarchy, because I mean every single person in that organization is 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 part of kind of you know cr- creating more viscosity you know in in delivering this service you know creating this product I like it
1: that was that was baller i mean.
2: Like I, well, like,
1: I kind of want to like sp- sp- see him action. <laughs> well, having worked for Everywhere large large companies, <laughs>
0: like it would be wonderful for someone to come in and just mm-hmm. okay. Well, how about this? Yeah. What, what are what are you doing here? Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think they mean with this? And anyone who's worked in, a, in in even a small company knows that if there's one person out of sync it can wreck a lot of things, whether it be productivity, whether it be morale, mm-hmm. something is going to be off. If you have one person who's out of sync and anything that you can do to re-sync people up by re-examining how they do their job or how they see their role in the position, <sighs> nothing bad can come up that. I, okay. That's maybe an overstatement, but <laughs> good things tend to come from I that. Coordinates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, sometimes it's, it's, you know, deep listening is something we do and just, just listening to someone changes mm-hmm. how they feel about their role and the, and how they perform it.
1: Man, um, you yeah. hit the nail right there. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the nail right there.
2: I mean, it, we're, we're not in a culture that necessarily listens to each other and, and especially in, in business environments. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, I think, Not only are are we doing it, but we're modeling it and showing the value in it. So when we leave, you know, I think managers have a different disposition Mm -hmm. about the value in that. You know, I I think we we bring a greater degree of intimacy into the workplace, Um, not just through listening, but but through really kind of being transparent and open about, you know, the value that someone's bringing and articulating that value openly in, in group settings where that doesn't often happen.
1: I tell you, so do you work with the management more so than the employees or all
2: evenly or, uh, it's on balance. We're mm -hmm. definitely communicating with management more. Mm -hmm. Um, but we make a point to, to shadow and work in every department. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, a lot of times you won't have a, a strategic planner come in and, perform maintenance, you know, or environmental service. But, you know, we will go in and spend time doing the job with the people who do the job. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's one answer you're going to get when you go in and you sit down and you go, I'm here for management. as just strategic planning. And, uh-huh. I need to ask you a few questions.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very important.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole other thing if you show up in coveralls and you're like, hey, I'm, I'm here to work with you because the only way I'm going to understand what happens in your department and, and the knowledge that you bring to the equation is to work with you and to work Mm -hmm. under you. Mm -hmm. Um, and through, through doing that, you know, you get in conversations where you're, you're going to hear, um, things that they're doing to kind of shoestring together and solve problems that could, could actually be solved. If they were given a little more trust, a, a little more, um, discretion and budgets and purchasing. Um, and, and you're going to get that story that you can bring to management to get them to, to loosen their grip a little bit mm-hmm. and actually trust the expertise that's present, you know, throughout their organization. But, you know, we have to gain trust before we can then kind of, um, transfer that trust. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And you gain trust and by earning it and showing that you really want to help them out. I mean, who goes in and there with like some overall zone ready to work on a construction site or something. I don't know. Just as an example, that's, I've never heard of that before.
0: Yeah. G- good ideas typically aren't top down. We're artists.
2: <laughs> we bring, we, <laughs> we bring unpredictable good ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and sometimes it's about disruption, you know I mean? Sometimes just, just being in a space in a way that's kind of radically different than what's expected, um, can, can kind of, Open up the field for people to step in and act in a way that they never would have acted before. Okay. Um, and, and a lot of times it's just because there are these cultural tropes of behavior that we're locked inside of. And, you know, I think broadly, but in each institution, they've also developed their own dynamics and habits that are difficult to break from. And we, we come in and not just through kind of the disruption of, of who we are. Um, but, you know, when we begin, we we do meetings and sticky notes and we're putting them on the wall. I mean, it, it's things you would expect, mm-hmm. but the longer we're there, the more you start to go, Oh, okay. Well, they're working in maintenance. Oh, well they're, they want to play this game with us. They want to do, uh, some kind of creative activity with us. And we, we slowly start to kind of get further afield from what's expected. And in a way it's, it's to help give them, um, one to build trust, but, but also to shift a mindset, um, Where they're sharing things that are actually very useful that they would not have thought was useful. They Mm -hmm. would not have, you know, because you show up with the strategic planner and there's, oh, I've I've got this list of things I've been wanting to say to somebody for 10 years. (laughs) But, you know, it's like everyone has a list. Yeah. But, you know, you shift them into a different mindset and they they share things that they didn't think were important, but were vitally important. Mm
1: -hmm. And the smallest thing can be the most important thing. I've learned that today.
2: Tell my one year old. (laughs) That's <laughs> true. <laughs>
1: like the the smallest thing is a uh, some things going that that happened at my personal job, and there was a meeting and it went downhill real fast, and it was just like it's built up tension uh, over years and years of just build up, and then it all went kaput, mm-hmm. and the whole building felt it. You could cut the tension with a knife, so I avoided uh, that whole area and stayed in the vault. So it was great.
2: I mean, the, the problem is that sometimes the only way to relieve tension is to have that explosion. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to help diffuse those tensions before that happens. Um, but you know, if, if you never bring anyone in from the outside to help you reflect, like mm-hmm. sometimes that's, that's the only way to, to, to break patterns of behavior that need to be broken.
1: Mm-hmm. Man you just explain significant developments. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there yeah, there we go.
0: <laughs> so do we have a second question or
1: <laughs> was that it? <laughs> no, that was it. Oh, you've been breached baby. <laughs> no, i <I'm> was <just> kidding. <laughs> That's, that is not all that you do. You also, you also, you're very active within the community. So what drives you to be wanted to be active within the community?
2: It's a, it's a deep question. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, w- what drives me to be active in the community is is the the recognition that you know while I have an individual body and a name people call me by, the, there's really no reality to being an individual. Like you, you are part of a, of a system of of happenings. Uh, so you know, I mean, that the, I, I I try and situate my understanding of myself as the community of people I exist in. So the only way to understand myself is to understand the people that I'm around mm. and, and to, and to try and like seek out, uh, people who are quote unquote different from me, um, to find those deeper parts of myself that are actually that have that commonality. That's good. Yeah. I'm that's sorry. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't know if you want me to take it there, but, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's
1: why I asked. Cause I knew you was going to give a good answer. So with that being said, I I know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna stem off a little bit. And the, the festival that we first talked and you had the, you gave me the book of every single person that you have, uh, every single poli- political position within the state of Mississippi. And you had that numbers in that book.
2: Ah. Uh, you remember that? So we, yeah. yeah we, and I wrote we a letter.
1: Were, I wrote a letter to, mm-hmm. to, to Philip Gunn. Told me tripping. I can say that. It's fine.
2: Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> a better, better audience is tripping right now. Like, what are they talking about? Um, yeah, so we were at Verge Festival, mm-hmm. an interactive arts festival that happens every year. Um, and we're here in Midtown. And uh, one project that we have Curious Citizens, um, mm-hmm. we were set up with a table and we were introducing people to the Mississippi Blue Book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mississippi blue book for those who don't know, which is probably 99.9% of the population. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, it is a free public resource that you can request as a Mississippian, um, that has contact information for like anyone who's connected to government. So, I mean, every public library in the state of Mississippi, the state parks and all the Rangers, um, just the, 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 the from the governor, to your your individual representatives to the the corner in each county wow it is phenomenal and it is thick i mean if i (laughs) dropped it on this table the microphones would just fall off Mm -hmm. um and so um curious citizens is a larger project that is about increasing uh citizen engagement at the mississippi state capitol building um and one of the things we do, one of the programs of Curious Citizens is uh, Curious Citizen Snail Mail. And so we introduce people to the Mississippi Blue Book. And um, if they write a letter to anybody in that book, then they earn a Curious Citizen official acrylic die cut pen. Oh. Yes, they're beautiful. Yes, they are. <laughs> I can get into that.
1: <laughs> exactly. See, that, that, that's, that's the incentive. That's that enticement.
2: You've mm-hmm. got these beautiful pens, but you can't buy them. You can only earn them. It's it's, it's like an
1: Xbox achievement. <laughs> Xbox achievement.
2: It's one of our artworks. <laughs> it's,
1: it told me, like, I didn't know about the book. I've been here for a minute. I didn't know about the book. Yeah. And that book is heavy, ladies and gentlemen. That book is very <laughs> heavy. And uh, there's a lot of people writing letters that day.
2: Yeah, we got a good um, a good batch of letters that day. I think we had 45 letters that mm-hmm. day. Um, and, you know, we... Just occasionally, um, we'll go set up at a festival or public event and we'll introduce people to the blue book. Um, curious citizens is one of our kind of self originated projects. Um, most of our artworks are originated by clients. Um, and, and, you know, that, that's interesting for us because it makes sure that the, the, that artwork is kind of answering a practical need of someone outside of who we are. Mm -hmm. Um, But Curious Citizens came about because I personally went to the Capitol a year ago this month uh, on the first day of the legislative session and was so confused out of my mind, felt so (laughs) like I didn't have any place to be, like I didn't belong, um, that I was determined to figure out how I belonged. Mm -hmm. And so that day I said, I'm going to make an artwork to figure out how I belong in this space And, um, make sure it's a framework that invites other people to figure out where they belong. Mm. Um, I, I really like that, you know, with, and, and
0: let's get abstract for a moment with, you know, with, with the rise of, of globalism, you know, everyone is connected at all times and, and, and we know what's going on in Timbuktu and Wisconsin. And I don't know why those are the two places that popped into my mind, but with that, one of the things that is considerably dropped off is your average person's awareness of local politics and local anything, you know, uh, outside of the few people who still read the newspaper, no one knows anything about local politics. And ultimately that might be the most important form of politics, at least the ones that affect the individual who live in those air, er- it lives in those areas. So this, this, you said curious citizen is what it's called? Yes, curious like, citizens. Curious citizens it like that is that, that is something we need more of. Mm-hmm. We need more people saying, you know, what's going on here? Things are going on in Washington, P- things are going on elsewhere, but what is happening here?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree more people are concerned about big 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 government than local government. So, I, I agree. Well, you know, yeah. it's like we yeah. we we've,
2: we've got the world in the palm of our hand. And it's hard for the things that are within arm's reach to compete with the world. Yes. Um, but that, but that's where you mm-hmm. have the most power. You can have the most effect with the things that you can touch. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're right. You know, local politics is where it's at. You know, your neighborhood association is where it's at, but oh gosh, a lot of those, you know, <laughs> a, a lot of those systems, you know, for kind of, facilitating interaction in those spaces are, are falling apart because there, there is a very low level of activity uh, in -hmm. those spaces. Yeah. They're being Mm -hmm. ignored.
0: So, so yeah, that's, that's exciting. I like that.
1: Uh, Ignored or just, they just don't know. Just like you said, 99.9% don't know about the the blue book. Mm -hmm. And if conspiracy theories, you say blue book, they'll probably think about who's redacted (laughs) documents from the CIA. But like, nah, player, it's, It's everybody that's connected to government within the book. He was like, all right, it's boring. I won't talk about aliens. I tried to make a joke. Didn't work.
2: I was, I was, (laughs) I was hanging with you for a minute there. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. uh... I tend to like, once I've hit the joke, I tend to keep (laughs) going and I don't know when to stop. The thing is, is you just have to keep going. Like you're funny. Like
0: it's funny. And then it's Mm. not funny. But eventually it becomes really really funny. funny.
1: Oh, okay. So I just got to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Stay on the track, man. Yeah. So the next time I see you, Daniel, I'm going to make a joke. And I'm just going to keep going. (laughs) Don't stop me. (laughs) Because it's going to be really funny It just becomes
2: a a performative spectacle.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And and then you can give me some pointers.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know, we do small-scale consultation. Uh, (laughs) You know, we have our hourly creative ally. Mm Mm-hmm. And our hour and a half next steps and beyond sessions we do with individuals. If you really want to work on your mm-hmm. joke telling, <laughs> let me know.
1: Walk in. We'll listen to some Richard Pryor.
2: Yeah. I you know. actually give those, uh, you know, our web addresses, um, www.significantdevelopments.us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our, our services are there. Our, our discreet. Way of answering the question of who is significant developments is
1: <laughs> It
2: doesn't take twenty minutes of listening, um, and then you know if, if you're interested in curious citizens, CuriousCitizens.net dot net because we're casting a wide net. Okay, mm-hmm. all right.
1: Now what are some? Other, let me let me let me let me go back. Some verge. Yeah. Now, were you a part of creating verge, or did you merge with verge? <laughs>
2: uh, I'll be here all night. I mean, I really want to go with merge bird, um, which but both are partially true. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, years ago we had figment, which was an international, I mean, uh, interactive art festival, uh, which incidentally is also international. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, uh, that was here in Jackson. Uh, we hosted it a few years. I was, I was part of the, you know, bringing that here to Jackson. I was a curator as, as part of that. um, but then for a number of reasons uh, related to kind of trying to have a, a local version of something that you have national rules for, we'd like to stop doing it. Um, <laughs> but uh, a group of uh, people, um, uh, Kristen Tordello-Williams, uh, Professor at Millsaps, is a, a big spearhead, um, you know, m- took what was best from Figment and created our own local version, which is Verge. Um and uh, apologize for not being able to say their names, but uh, two art teachers from Forest Hill. So I'm at least going to give a shout out to the Forest Hill <laughs> art department. Hey,
1: uh, shout out to Forest Hill art.
2: Also, also big um, you know players and bringing energy to to coordinating and making sure Verge happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yes and no. You know, okay. I, I, I've not participated in the, the in making sure Verge happens, mm-hmm. but uh, every year I have participated. As an
1: artist. That was my first time going that year. I don't know how long it's been going on.
2: I think this is Verge's second year. Second year? Maybe their third. Okay. It's on the verge of turning two.
1: That's <laughs> true. Sergio. It's so, going to be a surge of participation. It's going to be a surge <laughs> of participation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god,
2: You're going to have to splurge <laughs> next
1: year. So I walked in and I saw, so is is, is it mainly focusing on like local businesses and art because i saw like stuff for children i almost said cheering i saw i see stuff for children and i see stuff for adults
2: a lot of things converge (laughs) 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 Um, you know it's it's it is a challenge that verge puts forth to the community of jackson to say we want you to be creative and to create creative projects that invite participation, mm-hmm. and so you know what's great about that is you, you get you know groups of young people who you know will do something really simple, but that but that's engaging and and gives you an opportunity to create, mm-hmm. um, and then you'll have. You know, some fool like me who walks in with the Mississippi blue book and's like, "We're writing letters to our government," <laughs> which is very Finger interactive. Finger paint over there. <laughs> it was interactive, man. It was, it was,
1: it was, it was lit up in there.
2: But you know, it, it's 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 a really inclusive, accessible space. Mm-hmm. Um, for lots of different ideas, lots of different ages to come and 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 be together and create together.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a cool vibe. I loved it. Definitely gonna go back next year. This year, I'm still in last Da-da-dum. year. <laughs> oh man, I need to. I told you leave that. Leave it. Yeah, yeah man, I got to leave you behind. Man, that New Year, New Me it ain't hit me yet. Yeah. So
0: 2018 was tough. Yeah. Like we all have a hangover.
2: Oh my gosh. And, and 2019 is about purging the toxins of mm-hmm. 2018.
0: Yes. Yeah. 2018 was rough. Like, it took me a while to realize how long, like, 2018 was the longest year of my life, Mm -hmm. which shouldn't happen at my age. Like, at my age, it should all be like, year, 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 Mm -hmm. year, then you're dead. But, like, 2018 was forever.
1: Mm -hmm. Probably because we were so in-depth with what, like Daniel said, the world in our hands and trying not to get nuked <laughs> keep going, keep going, and just that's it, man, like that's the thing, like getting nuked and having Godzilla come and destroy Las Vegas, so it's uh it was a scary it was a scary year because of who we have um in the in in the house of white and and just social media going at it, communication is was at an all time low. Cause the only communication you can really see was hateful communication and that mm-hmm. doesn't really go anywhere.
2: Well, I mean, uh, communication is like tragically honest mm-hmm. right now and chaotic, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the way it's delivered and the way it's received, you know, and you got one part of the population who's, who's really trying to kind of create a new language for how we talk about and understand each other. Mm -hmm. And then another part of the population who feels like that is a violent act against them to ask them to use, to use new words or even participate in new concepts. Mm -hmm. Um, so here we are 2019. Mm -hmm. I don't expect that to stop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not anytime soon,
2: but maybe we'll level up, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, hopefully
2: I learned that dance new year's Eve. Things are hardest right before the end of the level. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that is, that is so, so true. you're
0: saying we're just in the middle of a big boss fight right now, a big Could boss be. battle. Yeah, I mean
2: we're yeah. we're
1: Mario's. We got to keep fighting Koopa, King Koopa. They use he a rapper once, Chameleon. Air. You're from Texas?
2: Hey, in yeah. yeah. Houston. Houston, the best rappers.
1: The best rappers. I, I'm not gonna argue that because.
2: Have you heard the new uh, Brick Big Crit uh, uh, EP? I,
1: is, is there another one?
2: Oh, like a week ago <laughs> oh yeah. really yeah, like, yeah.
1: I, i'm still on thrice
2: oh well it's good okay, i'm still it's, good. it's all good uh, yeah but uh the new ep second track uh it's it's like a tribute to i mean ugk mm-hmm. houston texas rap scene yeah you it's way.
1: beautiful how many times you listen to it in a row
2: it's all i've been listening to for three days yeah i think it came out last friday
1: good gosh yeah i just come out with an album, man Keep giving me these small gems. I can't fill up my pocket with these. He's got to drop them. Yeah, he's got to. I mean, I can't dictate what artist, th- whatever. So, Should oh. write a letter. anyway
2: That joke needed some significant development. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the pregnant pause is just what you need. Yeah. You know? Just because we didn't hear the laughing. I mean, the audience was rolling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The stare, the silence of us. Yeah. it was
2: That's the difficulty of a podcast. You know, you uh-huh. don't get that feedback from your audience. That's true.
1: Yeah. Because when I listen to it, they're like, ha, <laughs> ha, Sergio was amazing. <laughs> like. I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to edit that in.
0: At a- every single moment <laughs> that, that, that I'm trying to be funny, it's just going to be you sounding like God over me, saying, Sergio is wonderful. Sergio, <laughs> Sergio is <was> excellent.
1: <laughs> you could do that. I don't care. It's going to happen. Oh, right, Whatever. I'm down. You can just make me sound like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Sergio <laughs> is good. Sergio is great. Sergio is what we need for 2019.
2: That's I, I, awesome. I think we got to pull it in. I mean, really, it all in. you need is Sergio. Okay. That's, that's true. Sergio. Like that, that's, that's the punctuation mark every time you do something great. <laughs> <laughs> Sergio, Sergio. All
1: I post now on Reality Breach. Sergio. Sergio. We should do that. Troll people.
2: It'd be great. Have, to have like a soundboard made. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a Reality Breach soundboard. Uh, you also have another project going on.
2: We have some, we have some fun stuff coming up in mm-hmm. 2019. Um, uh, two big things for us. Uh, One is a project called Real Possibilities. Um, We are prototyping a new community engagement methodology um, with the Jackson Medical Mall Foundation. So, you know, the Jackson Medical Mall for the past three years has been in this process of kind of bringing arts and culture to the center of who they are and really kind of incorporating you know, these ideas that we've talked about in this podcast Mm -hmm. (laughs) around (laughs) cultural expression as kind of really being like kind of key to, um, uh, community capacity building, uh, better health and wellness outcomes, all all the above. Um, and so, um, we are, you know, opening up a kind of resident initiative center that, you know, the, the proposition is that, the the best way to create systems to kind of um, lift up neighbors and neighborhoods is to, and this is going to sound incredibly simple, but for some reason we don't do it <laughs> to actually talk and connect with neighbors. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's 2019; we don't do that anymore. No, no.
1: hey, text me,
2: <laughs> and 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 instead of sitting in a back room and saying this is what they need, you go and you say. Hey, what, what would help you out? You know, you are an innovative, brilliant human being, you know, you're already engaged in things that you're trying to do to make your life better. How can we resource that? Mm-hmm. And so, um, we're going to open up this center on Bailey Avenue and a right outside of the Jackson medical foundation on the edge of, of a very small neighborhood that at one time was connected to Vernon edition, but, uh, over the course of history, you know, with railroads and all of these things, it was cut off. And so it's this tiny 130 unit, um, neighborhood that is just fenced in by, you know, fast food, uh, restaurants, the Jackson medical mall, the a concrete company, um, and to, to really focus in on them and, and to take the shape, um, that the neighbors want us to see us take. Mm-hmm. So, we're real excited about that. We've got an amazing team. We've got, uh, Monica Atkins, who is a poet, a rapper, a community organizer. She is our, um, engagement strategist. Um, we've got, uh, Shambay Jones, who is a community organizer, uh, prominent local artist. Um, he is one of our teaching artists. Um, he's kind of our arts integration specialist. Um, for kind of you know interfacing with education you know more formal education models Uh, we have Leslie Collins who is um, really our point person for you know parent um, child relations Um, also a working artist Um, and then Kira Cummings who is really our uh, her official title is uh, circumstance logician nice yes (laughs) I'm going to let you steep on that uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, she really handles and makes sure that, you know, when you want to sit down, there's a chair underneath you.
0: Mm-hmm. Circumstance it's logician. logician. It's true. Uh,
2: so yeah, we're, we're, we're excited about that project, uh, that, uh, the community engagement is already underway. Mm-hmm. Um, but that building will be opening sometime in February, I suspect. Um, we're having some, uh, kind of. Uh, Changes done right now just to make it more handicap accessible um we're we're big uh, accessibility uh racial equity mm-hmm. uh, you know recognizing the innate authority of all people, all human beings from their background uh i won 't go into our whole value statement, but <laughs> all that constellation of good things um, systemic change and all mm-hmm. uh, our other uh big project that 's coming up is. We are the um, kind of uh, one of the project managers. Uh, we'll be the project manager focused on community engagement and social impact for the Fertile Ground project at the Galloway Elementary site. So, uh, Fertile Ground is the project that uh, came out of the city planning department of Jackson um, that received a Bloomberg Philanthropies grant, the Public Art Challenge. So they've got a million dollars that they are leveraging to get other money uh to um kind of energize and activate three different sites in Jackson. Um kind of at the, at the intersection of arts, culture and food food access. Okay. Um so um we are going to be at Galloway Elementary uh working with uh students, parents, educators and the surrounding neighborhood. Um around, you know, kind of really thinking about, you know, what do we think about food? What do we think about food access? How can we increase food access, whether that's informal means or policy means? Um, and at the same time, um, uh, taking, uh, 12,000 cubic meters of dirt donated from UMMC to create, um, kind of a land playground. Um, uh, so shaping land, uh, alongside, uh, San Francisco landscape architect Walter Hood um putting in uh edible food uh learning spaces and cultivation spaces uh alongside Ron Finley who is a kind of guerrilla gardener from South Central LA um and uh uh Scott Allen uh who's a local artist um who owns A+ Signs and Creative um He's going to be uh, working in collaboration with uh, residents to produce a a mural on the side of the school that will kind of face into that um, new cultivated area and also be facing toward uh, what is um, just lots of fast food areas. So, you know, kind of all those dynamics that exist between, you know, yeah, there are some food that that is accessible, Mm -hmm. but is it the food that's going to make us feel better? And give us energy and nourish our bodies and minds. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, a lot of those dynamics going on and we'll be um, kind of leading and managing a lot of the community engagement and collaboration that's happening between artists and residents.
1: That's intense.
2: And I love every bit of it. (laughs) Life should be intense. If it's not intense, you need to to reflect on Mm. how you're spending your time. If If your
0: life's not intense, go camping.
1: Hey. On that note, Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, Daniel, thank you so much for sitting down with us. No, nah, uh, I appreciate Talking with us, man, it means a lot.
2: I, um, I learn more about myself when I'm questioned.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well,
1: pretty awesome guy, man. Um,
0: <laughs> Next time I'm pulled over, I'm going to say that. <laughs> you know, officer, <laughs> I learn more about myself every time I'm questioned,
2: Sergio. <laughs> You need to get like a little like a keychain recorder, like like a speaker. You can just kind of serve, you can just kind of push it Mm -hmm. in your your pocket. Yeah, you should do that. Where's that coming from? Get like a a yak back. (laughs) (laughs) Bring back the yak back. Yeah.
1: No, thank you. I I really enjoyed this. Awesome. Where can we follow all your ventures?
2: Uh, You know, facebook.com backslash significant developments LLC. Mm hmm. Uh, SignificantDevelopments.us CuriousCitizens.net <laughs> Feel free to email me at Daniel at us If you have any kind of crazy, radical, system-changing idea that you want me to get involved in. And uh, if you want to call me, you can call me. 601-497-7454 because oh. I am an accessible human being.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's like... He just leveled up right right in front of us. He did. He Maz is two eight one three three oh eight zero zero four. We're doing this? Dude, that was the number of Mike Jones.
2: Damn
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, you've been breached baby. <laughs> breached!
0: Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Make sure to visit realitybreach.com for all of our podcasts. The Reality Breached podcast, the Black Pocket podcast, and the Reality Breached local spotlight.